0: Hello and welcome to this ISIS podcast. My name is Ben Samuel. I'm the Deputy Editor of uh, Natural Gas at European Spot Gas Markets. With me is Jake Horsland, our specialist uh, Dutch natural gas reporter. Um, ISIS recently completed our second quarter hub report looking at liquidity trends across Europe. Uh, Once again, the Dutch TTF uh, came out on top in terms of both over-the-counter and exchange liquidity. Um, when you add those together. Um, this is a trend that uh, we sort of saw emerge um, you know, in 2015. Um, Jake, do you want to just uh, tell us a little bit about uh, how the TTF has, has become the dominant uh, trading venue in Europe?
1: Yeah, uh, it's, been a, it's been a gradual process over the past couple of years, the TTF gradually gaining um, in terms of traded volumes on the MVP. And there's probably a couple of key points, um, key, key reasons behind this trend. The first one is the euro denomination of the TTF which gives it an advantage over the sterling denominated MVP because most counterparties in Europe want to trade and hedge in their own currency. Um, The second one is just the sheer size of gas consumption in Europe. Gas consumption on mainland Europe is bigger than Britain individually and so this has helped trade volumes at, at, at at the biggest euro denominated hub which is the TTF.
0: Okay, I see. And, uh, Looking over the data we've seen um, uh, year-on-year growth at the TTF, um, are there any uh, sort of specific events that have driven that uh, increase compared to
1: the, the second quarter of 2015? Well in the second quarter of this year we've, we've seen very high volatility on the front month. It was actually the most volatile quarter for the front month of the TTF since Q3 2014. This, there was a number of uh, different events that have driven this. There was um, the key decision on Groningen production at the end of the quarter, there was the rough outage announcement and then at the beginning of the quarter in April we had this unusual short squeeze, we had slightly above uh, average demand for the time of year, we also had an unexpected rally in the oil market and so we had this, this short squeeze. So there were a couple of big events at the start and at the end of the quarter which really boosted volatility which, which supported trade.
0: Okay, so that's um, obviously kind of looking primarily at the, at the near curve. What about uh, further out? I gather that there was a bit more activity on um, some of the seasonal products as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. So the real big growth has been on the TTF far curve. So we're talking about the later seasons, season plus three and, and outwards, um, and the calendar year products. So as the TTF is, is growing and becoming a more reliable, re- re- reliably, reliably priced hub, um, people hedging several years ahead has become extremely prevalent Um, the other thing about this quarter in particular is that we've seen prices rise for the first time in in over a year across the quarter and that's given some producers and lng sellers a good chance to sell volumes forward on the curve
0: okay i see and um in terms of how people actually trade the TTF, I know that uh, you know at the MVP, there's, there's often a 50-50 split in terms of liquidity between exchange and uh, over-the-counter trades, um, sometimes even more exchange activity happening. Um, are, are we seeing the same, uh, same trend on the TTF, a migration towards exchange, or is it still mainly dominated by the OTC market?
1: It's still mainly dominated by OTC trading, although we have seen um, exchange volumes at the TTF roughly triple compared to this time last year but it's still sort of 70 30 split between OTC and exchange trading the two big exchanges are the ICE uh, based in London and the French based Pegas exchange platforms and between those two exchanges it's about an 80 20 split in favor of the ICE
0: okay i see and are there any uh, sort of particular reason why the exchange trade growth has been a bit sluggish compared to the OTC
1: uh, i think i think in terms of growth it's it's been just as fast but they're starting from a lower base anyway so they're, they're both they both both OTC and exchange trades are growing rapidly, but OTC has the advantage.
0: Okay, I see. And so, um, sort of looking forward, uh, what what's the expectation? Do people think that the TTF will remain the dominant venue? Um, I know that uh, some of the other hubs around Europe have been uh, increasing activity, but uh, are still quite far behind. You know, do we expect maybe one of the German hubs to uh, to dismantle the TTF's uh, place at the top? H- how's it kind of looking?
1: I don't think anyone's really predicting that's going to happen. The, the TTF now is is head and shoulders above all the other hubs on mainland Europe. And just by... Virtue of having that liquidity now, it's likely to retain that place as, as the most liquid hub in Europe. Um, in the immediate short term, I guess in Q3 we, we probably will see volumes drop a little bit as we um, as, as we sort of move deeper into summer. Um, but further ahead, I mean, and in the medium term, people are still looking for a, a, a reliable place to hedge their production volumes, their LNG volumes, their power assets, and things like that. So it looks like the TTF is is going to retain its position
0: okay i see well uh thank you very much for that uh jake um it's been uh, a, an isis podcast uh please go to isis.com for uh, any more uh podcasts or, or energy information thanks very much goodbye <coughs>